Hi, I'm Em. And I'm Georgie. Uh, welcome to the See the Future podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. Um, today we have a special guest. So would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about what you want to speak about today? So my name's Madison and um, I'm hoping to talk a bit about mental health today. When you reached out to us, we were so happy that you kind of wanted to talk with us because your um, like presence on social media talking about mental health is so positive and but educational, which I think is really important with mental health because it can be very draining sometimes on that, on social media, being like bombarded with all of these things. But someone who speaks about it so honestly, yet so positively is really important. So we were really excited to be able to speak to you. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so do you want to tell us a little bit about how you share on social media and a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so um, I don't have like a huge following or anything by any means, but I like to share my experience and my journey with um, mental health and mental illness um, really honestly and openly, but yeah, also trying to be um, kind of positive about it and have um, a bit more of an optimistic viewpoint on it. Um, So I also have a blog that I have like in my Instagram bio which is like the main place where I go into depth about um, my personal experience with mental health Um, and yeah I like to just talk about um, kind of my own journey that's all I can really touch on I don't have any um, training or expertise um, in the field and so I'm not necessarily equipped to give advice but sometimes just hearing other people's stories and hearing that other people go through it too um, can be helpful so that's my hope um, with um, what I share. So you know like how you mentioned a little bit about your vlog um, so is there anything that you write about so I know it's like your journey is there anything that you write about that's really important to you or kind of is it a way for you to kind of cope and things like that? I know for me, like writing has been a really good kind of outlet. So yeah. Yeah. I think um, for me, I kind of look at it as like um, a public journal. And so obviously not everything I would put in a private journal goes on my blog, which I do also journal on the side so that, you know, I have a space to process everything and not just what I want to put out there publicly. Um, but most things do go on the blog. Um, I have, um, I like to talk about a range of topics, um, and not just mental health, but it's pretty focused on that. Um, personally, I find, um, comfort and interest in talking about like uncomfortable topics, things that people don't typically like to talk about openly. Um, and so I've touched on some other things like, um, women's sexual health and like men's mental health um stuff like that but really I write um from my own point of view and like my own experiences in terms of like being diagnosed and um my journey with medication um therapy all that kind of stuff um so yeah it's definitely an outlet for me um kind of like my journal would be yeah I think that's so important though like as you said there's no like 
qualifications or anything in there but just sharing your own journey people really connect with that because I find it so helpful to just read what people have to say like not even statistics or advice from trained therapists just reading what someone has to say about their own journey you really connect with that because you can find things that you feel yourself within it so I think that's really important to even like if I always think about like if one person sees it and connects with it, then that's that's like more than you can wish for and like yeah, community in there is is really important and reads and things that you have to say is it's really nice to connect with and just hear your story yeah I totally agree I think there's so much value in just sharing and just listening to others and knowing that we're not alone and um, you can find those um, kind of common things in other people's stories and it helps you to feel not alone like even for me reading about other people's journeys and stories and what they experience it's helpful because yeah like you know what a therapist has to say is totally valuable in its own way but it's a different kind of value because sometimes you just want to be validated you don't want advice you don't want to work on something you just want to be heard and seen and reading other people's stories and hearing what other people have gone through really helps me um, in terms of just feeling validated and nothing more. When when I see people's mental health pages or just their own pages where they touch upon mental health, I think just hearing those personal stories that are, you, you realize how difficult that must have been for someone to share, but just reason them and knowing that they've shared that and then sometimes like in the comments other people say things and it's just like a nice space and it's like a safe space for people especially like with a blog that you do like I know when we do our website it's like open for anyone to kind of post anything on there and it just kind of gives people an outlet and a safe space to talk about anything that they want yeah, I totally agree. I That's definitely my goal and my aim with my Instagram and my blog is just um, no matter how little or how many people follow me or read, if it can be seen or felt as a safe space for one person, then that's valuable for sure. Definitely. We feel that. <laughs> like just anyone saying anything to us or like speaking to anyone, we're always like that one person has said something it just feels yeah. like amazing to just talk to someone about it yeah. yeah I mean even when when you reached out to us um and you know said like oh you know could I could I come on the show on the show <laughs> it is a show though isn't it <laughs> I mean yeah <laughs> um come on and then like you know I know that like me and Em were just kind of like oh like that's one person that's like connected with our Instagram with our podcast and Mm -hmm. it was really it was just really like special for us to just kind of just get that recognition yeah that's awesome yeah and you mentioned as well like touching on topics that people don't really speak about so women's sexual health and men's mental health it's I think even within the community where like we try and create this safe space they're still quite taboo subjects yeah I think even just one person talking about them it kind of makes it easier for some to think oh wait they spoke about that maybe I can as well 
So I think that's so important that like these topics that are so taboo still are finally being spoken about in any sort of capacity. Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's kind of crazy to think about um, the fact that we're in 2021 and things like that are still a little bit taboo um, or actually quite a bit taboo um, for a lot of people. And so, yeah, like my goal with that is exactly what you said. If it can help just one person be like, oh, maybe this is okay to talk about, even if it's just with a close friend. Um, I definitely want to be a space where like, I can kind of get that ball rolling. So um, no one else has to take the first step or say the first thing about it. Um, They can kind of jump off what I've said and hopefully that's helpful. Yeah, I think even that, like just speaking to a friend, it doesn't have to be to however many people follow you, it can just be that close person who you might not have had that conversation with before. Mm-hmm. It, it opens it up to then anything that you want to speak about, it just kind of starts the conversation to anything. And I think it, it is really important to see people talking about things that are difficult to talk about or that aren't talked about. I think we feel quite like strongly about that as well, like just have the conversation like (laughs) yeah totally yeah and I mean sometimes you know it's it's a hard conversation but it's a needed conversation you know like everyone everyone deserves to hear about everything um you know there's not not be held back from learning anything about any kind of topic um and you know I think this fact that you've you know you've written about women's sexual health and kind of things like that is so important I think you know I'm, I'm already gonna go and have a look and have a read because it's kind of like it's something that you know I think it's not spoken about and it's kind of just like people are left to just kind of go and find stuff out on the internet yeah totally um, and you know I think it's like it's the fact that you know you've written about it and like that that's just amazing yeah I think um yeah the first like starting the conversation is always the hardest or like the most awkward. Um, but once once you get it started, it, like you said, opens up the door to so many other potential conversations about things that really need to be spoken about. So like if anyone listening is like hesitant about starting a conversation about any subject that might feel a little bit awkward or a little bit taboo, like the first step is always the hardest and once you get the conversation going um it's really not that bad and not that weird yeah because you never really know as well like what people around you kind of have to say about it because they probably do think about it they just don't they haven't seen that opening to be open about it so Mm -hmm. you starting it and taking that first step can you'd be surprised by how many people then feel comfortable to talk about it to you and it even helps you to be able to communicate that even further so what kind of pushed you into that like sharing a little bit more and just creating a space where you can have an outlet of things like that um I think my experience um with the healthcare system um here in Canada in terms of mental health support and mental health treatment, um, it was really not great to put it simply. Um, And so that was what kind of pushed me to be like, okay, maybe I can create like 
even if it's really small, I can create this safe space um, for people who have been failed by the system and have nowhere else to go and have nowhere to turn and need a little bit of support because therapy is not accessible or affordable for a lot of people, especially right now during the pandemic. Um, it's, you know, the economy is obviously all over the place and people have lost their jobs and people don't really have an income. And so therapy, something that is a lifeline for a lot of people has gotten put on the back burner um, because they have to kind of decide between food or therapy, which is, um, you know, obviously horrible. Um, so yeah, just the, the system and kind of like, I, once I was um, really turned away by the system, I guess, um, that was where I was like, I could really use a place, um, even if it's online, especially right now with everything being online, it's pretty accessible. Um, I could really use a space, um, even if it's like a group chat or something like that, just to feel validated because being turned away by like the medical system can be really invalidating. So, um, yeah, that was kind of what pushed me to do that. Yeah, I think especially now here in the UK as well, we've seen a lot more people talking about things like that because a lot more people have needed those resources and realised they're not there um, because it, it took the pandemic for a lot more people who hadn't previously had or had needed support for their mental health kind of looked for it and just couldn't really find it. So I think a lot of people are kind of wanting the same thing, just any sort of outlet and just literally like a group chat is is something and being able to find people talking about it is 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 support and we we need a lot more but it, that that one step is it, it is really good for people yeah we kind of have yeah. to just make do with what we have at the minute mm -hmm. I think like it might be the same for you in Canada but like you know mental health support is limited unless you want to go privately kind of thing Mm -hmm. um I know that is it so I'm assuming that healthcare in Canada is that similar to like American um like healthcare or is it like you pay health insurance I'm not really sure how it works so yeah we have um health insurance um our healthcare system is actually free which is really great um or so you would think but having um a free healthcare system comes with a lot of flaws just because you know, when it's free, there's only so much they can do, or so they say, I'm sure so much more money could be put into it. Um, but when it comes to um, mental health support, it's a little bit different. And so things like therapy, you pay out of pocket, that's not covered by our healthcare system. Um, and so it's a bit backwards, because therapy is, um, you know, it's, it's a health necessity for a lot of people and um, our healthcare system doesn't recognize it as healthcare. So yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a great system and it's definitely got a lot of flaws and um, your best bet if you're like in crisis here in Canada is going to the hospital um, because you know it's free. The issue there is that they don't have a lot of beds in hospitals. And so for me personally, right now I'm actually 
on a waiting list for an eating disorder support um, treatment program. Um, and the wait list, I've been on it for months and I'm probably gonna be on it for months and months and months. And it can take years. And, um, you know, people don't always have years, unfortunately. And um, yeah, it's, it's got some flaws and we have some work to do on it for sure. Yeah, I think that's quite similar to here as well um, with the free healthcare, but certain things within mental healthcare is, it's just vastly underfunded and just not available. Yeah. Um, and it, it, is, it is true that that crisis point for people that may not have the amount of time that they're on these waiting lists and some people by the time that they get onto them and then get through to getting the help on in the same spaces that they reach before like beforehand to reach out so it's so it's so much more needs to be done for it yeah I think that's like that's happening here as well I think it's it's happening everywhere for mental health yeah yeah and it's scary because now we're going to be in an epidemic of um mental health issues following COVID so um you know we need to be prepared for that and I'm actually in um what I study right now is uh child and youth work um with a focus in like psychology so um children's mental health is something that we're talking a lot about in my schooling right now because um by the time I'm graduated and working out in the field um we will be dealing with this surge of children dealing with um I guess trauma from the -hmm. pandemic and so we have to have tools in place and our governments need to you know recognize that this is going to be a big issue for a while and put put things in place for support and um they've done like very minimal um here in Canada we have like a couple virtual therapy options that have become covered by the Canadian healthcare system just since COVID started which is good because now people have access to that who couldn't have afforded it otherwise um but it's unfortunate that it took a pandemic for that to be covered by our healthcare system yeah I mean funny you should talk about kind of you know children's mental health in particular we actually the episode that's just been uh, released has been about kind of primary education so young children and their mental health and how it's being implemented in schools Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's really important that you know to hear about the fact that you guys that are studying this kind of stuff you are focusing on the future you are focusing on the fact that there's going to be a surge and you know just to hear that it's just kind of like oh okay kind of makes me feel a bit better (laughs) yeah I, I assume it's probably like it's probably very similar in the UK here Mm-hmm. yeah just that recognition that it it's happening and people need to pay attention to the amount of like the mental health support that we're, we're gonna need um it's it's gonna last a while because it's it's not gonna end people have gone through it people aren't just gonna forget kind of yeah. what has happened now so it, it needs to be recognized and I think it is being recognized by some people and I'm glad that we're sat here talking about it because it's like, okay, people know, but it's just getting mm-hmm. that ball rolling of people that are in higher power of doing things can actually yeah. be like, okay, we need to implement X, Y, and Z. Yeah. 
Now, hearing and talking to you and everything that you've been doing has been so lovely <laughs> and knowing that you're doing amazing things and I hope people check out like your Instagram just kind of read and look at the blog as well because I love reading the blog and like me and Georgie write like blog posts and I find it so like such a great outlet and I love doing it and then I love reading everyone that puts it out there so people go and check it out if <laughs> yeah wanna we'll link it in the description uh, yes. awesome. of the episode and then um, yeah so we'll link it and thank you so much for yeah thank you guys this has been great thank you and I hope <laughs> everyone can join us again next week for next week's episodes Thank you.